This is the Seven Figure Standard Podcast, hosted by Arash Vasugi and Mikey Stiller, with mindset and strategies to help you break through and create personal freedom. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Seven Figure Standard Podcast. I'm Mikey Stiller, joined by my co-host Arash Vasugi, and we're so happy to be back with you for another episode. This week, we're going to be talking about commitment. You've heard us on past episodes talk about making an irrevocable committed decision. You've heard Araj talk about being committed to your goal. So we're going to take a deep dive on commitment. Why is it so important to be committed? How can you stay committed? So Araj, give us like a brief overview of commitment and how important it is. Yeah, this is such an important topic to really understand on a deep level. There's some prerequisites to really setting yourself up to create the success you want in whatever area it is. And number one is commitment. Nothing happens until you're committed. I watch a lot of people when they first come to us and they say, I want X, but you could feel they're holding back. Holding back is not commitment. And we've got to commit with our whole being. Commitment is I'm 100% in. I always tell my clients, if you're 95% in, you're 100% out. And a lot of people say that's harsh. I don't make the rules. Like you have to be committed. I want you all to think about something great that you've achieved. Did you do that with weak commitment or were you 100% in? I already know the answer. You have to be 100% in. Every cell of your being is in the spirit of what it is you're doing or what you want. And that's where commitment mixed with what I want the most creates massive results. But then under commitment, when you make the commitment, here's what's magical. Commitment demands courage and bravery. You're not going to fulfill your commitment if it's something worthy of you without courage and bravery. You're not going to do it in your comfort zone. Then it's going to lead to your standard. Nothing will happen. You don't build a standard without being committed to that standard where I'm drawing that line in the sand. And this is where I'm going no matter what. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know where it's coming from. And then the fourth step under commitment is, do I have the confidence to do it? It's an interesting question. I know any goal that I set, I don't have the confidence yet. If I already had the confidence, I'd already be doing it. But the one thing I do know is I'm capable of doing it. Why? Because if one person can do it, anybody can do it. Why? Because my wants come from the essence of who I am. If I want it and I accept it and I mix commitment, courage, and standard with it, it's a done deal. Araj, you mentioned how you can have someone tell you they're committed, but you can feel that they're holding back. Would you say that that is when someone has one foot in, one foot out, or they're testing the waters, or maybe they're unsure of something working, so they're just holding back a little bit before risking it all and taking that plunge? Or why would you say that people do that? Well, they hold back because they're afraid to fail. That's why they hold back. Yet they're failing in the greatest way because they're afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. When we're holding back, we we don't give ourselves a chance. That's why you've got to let your dog out. I mean, when I talk about dog, it's capital D, capital A, capital W, capital G, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. Where you let your spirit take over, you are not thinking, you are being. And when you just say, I'm activating my I don't give an F muscle, this is where I'm going. That's a dog. That is where you're not holding back. I watch so many people. I said it earlier. They'll say, I'm going to do this when this happens. Mm -mm, You're not doing it. 
See, you've got to own your greatness. And greatness is something all of us should be striving for. It's not a destination. It's a journey of continuing developing our courage muscle, our bravery. Well, how do you develop courage and bravery? You test your edges. You constantly, every day, are doing at least one thing out of your comfort zone. Whenever you step out of your comfort zone is when you grow. And if you really want to win, this is essential. But there's no reason for us to go out of our comfort zones if we don't have a commitment. When we have a commitment, we show ourselves that other person that's dying to come out of ourselves. But it starts with commitment. Raj, I just have to say this because the song will be stuck in my head all day long now. Every time you talk about dogs, in my mind, it's like, who let the dogs out? So now everybody else can be singing that all day long too. Okay, so... I think it's easy to commit to something for a day, right? You set a goal, you get excited about it, you attend an event, you get inspired or motivated. You're like, you know what? I'm going all in. I'm committed. I've made a decision. I'm in. And then a few days go by, a week goes by, maybe two weeks goes by, and you haven't seen the results yet. And that's when it gets more difficult to keep your commitment, right? Because you're having to will yourself to the result before the result is physically here, How can you keep your commitment strong day in and day out, irregardless of outside circumstances or the goal manifesting right away? It's a great question. Number one, when you make a commitment, you've got to build a big why. Your why has to be stronger than your why not. When people are drifting, it's because their why not is stronger. And every day is day one. Every day you're a beginner. I have to recommit to my big goal every day. I have to constantly make every day, day one. And I see myself as a beginner all the time because that's what keeps me humble and hungry. When I say hungry, you've got to want it just as badly as you want to breathe. And that's where the commitment won't sway, regardless of what's happening on the outside. But a lot of people are not authentic with their why. This is important to understand. I'll say, why do you want to do something? I really want to serve people. I really want to help as many people as I can. That may be true, but that's not their primary goal for some of them. And I'll tell them, I say, I don't believe your why. They go, what do you mean? I say, I can feel that's not your why. And if you want to earn more money, then own it. That's your why. I want to put my family in a situation. That's my why. We can't bullshit our why. Our why is raw. It is authentic. It's what is motivating us to be disciplined. That's why we make the commitment. But if you're giving yourself an artificial why because it sounds good, it's not a commitment. See, you'll know when you make a full-fledged commitment to your want when you don't have to justify it to anybody, where you own it, where you are like, this is what I want more than anything else in the world. And then all we focus on is that day beating our personal best. And I mean really beating your best. I mean being monomaniacally focused on your goal achieving activities. I mean, creating really great relationships where you constantly put yourself with A plus performers. You're constantly stretching your edges. And then tomorrow you worry about tomorrow. When tomorrow happens, guess what? You recommit as day one. And if you do that, you're going to bring it to you. Because what happens is when we're locked into our commitment, we're only thinking about how I can. We're never thinking about why I can't. That's where commitment has so much power. And whatever you think about, you're planting in your subconscious mind. And whatever you plant grows. 
and you're planting it inside yourself. We've got to understand this. We're planting it inside ourselves. And it influences our conscious thinking. It alters our vibration. And our vibration dictates what we attract. Now, stick with me for a second. When I make a weak commitment, weak vibration, it's never going to get me my big result. In order to get my big result, I have to alter my vibration and raise my vibration to a high level. And how do I do that? Because I'm so locked into my commitment. So Raj, is this something that you may occasionally slip up on or may need to course correct on? Or is it something that's very black and white? You're either committed or you're not. You've either fallen off the wagon or you're on the wagon. You're either on it or off. I know if I drift, because I've drifted for a lot of years in my life. I mean, I was a drifter. I haven't been for the last 15 years. I've been very committed. But prior to that, I was starting, stopping, starting, stopping. Even now, if I notice that I'm drifting, it's because I I don't have a full-fledged commitment. Mm -hmm. It's an ironclad, non-negotiable, no shit, no kidding. This is where I'm going. This is what I'm doing. It's putting yourself on the line. But that's what greatness demands. And we're not here to be average. God didn't make us just to get by to settle. God gave us all these gifts. We have our higher faculties. We have a mind that will give us whatever we give it. We've got to start using it. We've got to use it for us instead of against us. And that demands the commitment. And I encourage everyone to really stretch big. By the time we're recording this, we have around 60 days left in the year. What if you made a 60-day commitment and make this the best two months of your year? Watch what will transform, but every day is day one, and you recommit. You re-engage, and you think. We've talked about it a lot in this podcast. You think from the power of five. What is the power of five? Every decision you make is in harmony with your big want, your big goal. Every attitude is in harmony with your big goal because attitude is creating your results. Every discipline, every action, every standard is in harmony with that goal. And then your commitment is going to seem easy in a couple of weeks. So if you're renewing your commitment every single day, you're recommitting every single day as if it's day one, that's your commitment getting stronger, stronger, stronger. Yes? Yes, correct. Okay. Now I want to use an example for you because we just got off of a hot seat coaching call. And I think that this is an example that anybody can relate to. One of our clients said that he has a fitness goal he's working on and he walks in the house and he's really hungry and he sees some tortillas there and he starts eating the tortillas. And he's like, oh, wait, I don't want to be eating tortillas right now. This is not in alignment with my goal. So at that moment, he has the decision to what? Recommit? Or the real decision, if it was a commitment, and I told him, I don't think you're fully committed Mm -hmm. because it wouldn't even go in your mind if you were committed. You just walk by the kitchen. And what was his reasoning? He said, well, because my wife gets it for my children. I get it. Because my first thing is set yourself in an environment that requires no willpower. So I told him, get rid of them. But because he has children, I said, just walk away. If you're really committed, this is what I mean by decision. You make every decision from your goal. And when you do that, you're going to set yourself up to win. I think the real problem is that a lot of times we make weak commitments and trick ourselves into believing that we have made a commitment or that we have a committed goal when really we don't. We have something we'd like to achieve. You know it's a commitment. That's a good point. But that's when I say that's not a commitment. That's Mm -hmm. a wish or a hope. You know when you make a commitment because you have a healthy obsession towards getting better, towards saying no to things that do not serve for where you're going. 
So you'll know, you just have this knowingness. I know that I know that I know. No matter what's happening on the outside, it won't even impact you at all. You'll be like, oh, that's interesting. And then you readjust your plan or you readjust the choice. This is why accepting and rejecting is so critical. See, we have to make our commitment into a desire. Why? Desire is what fuels us. Desire always overcomes our old conditioning. Desire causes better action steps. It causes us to act. And desire is what alters our vibration that dictates what we attract into our life. So let me give you an example. Somebody made a full-fledged commitment. I am getting healthy or the rest of the year, I'm going to earn 20% more than I did all year, whatever it is. They commit every day, every day. They're locked in. It's an obsession. They don't see the result. Don't see the result. Don't see the result, but they keep going, keep going. The result's going to come. It's called delayed gratification. We have to understand that our five senses are going to be the last part of us that experience the result. But this is where when we're committed, it's not hard to operate with faith. You made that decision. You put yourself on the line where you're only seeing, feeling, and acting from where you want, and it becomes effortless. I promise you this. Everybody has a situation where they said, I committed. Maybe you quit your job, your corporate job, and went into business. You didn't know, but you're like, I'm done. I am going to create this, and now all of a sudden, where are you? And that's where the magic happens. Commitment mixed with courage, followed with standard, creates amazing results. We've done an episode before on discipline. How do commitment and discipline work together? Nothing happens without discipline. Nothing. I mean, no results happen. The prequel to success is discipline. The prequel to freedom is discipline. And you're not going to create any of this without controlling your emotions. But discipline is you sticking to that commitment, sticking to your vision, sticking to your standard. So they work hand in hand. But nothing happens without discipline. You give me a disciplined person, I can teach them how to outperform 99% of the population. I will tell you that. Discipline is something we have to build in our DNA. Discipline is the ability to think what we want to think regardless of the appearance. That's what discipline is. So would you say that discipline is commitment in action? Yeah, I think that's a great word. I think discipline is attitude in action. I think discipline is standard in action. I think discipline is vision in action. I think discipline is courage in action. So I could put discipline with anything. I love that. Nothing happens without discipline. We've talked about identity before on the podcast. How does commitment and staying committed to what you say you're going to do feed your identity? Well, what you do today is defining your identity. It defines who you are. It doesn't mean you can't change it tomorrow. You can because your identity, you can never outgrow, but you can change it. So when you're committed, guess what you're doing? You're doing something you've never done before and you're committing to it. So it increases your identity. I love that. That's so good. Okay. Now you're big on asking yourself questions. Are there questions you can ask yourself to help you develop a stronger commitment? I think there's questions you can ask yourself to continue preventing you from drifting. See, commitment is an emotional connection. I've made an irrevocable decision. This is what I'm doing. And you're connecting it, not attaching it. You're connecting it to your why. Mm -hmm. See, we don't want to be attached to anything. We want to connect it to our why. What is my why? Then you say, today, did I act like the person that would have already achieved this? 
And if the answer is no, I've got to course correct. I've got to get back and recommit right away. So tomorrow, I'm going to put more controlled, focused attention on what I want more than anything else that I committed. Maybe I drift. Maybe something happened in my kid's school. Maybe I lost my attention, okay? So you don't give in. It's like the person who wants to get healthy. They have one cookie. Then they say, screw it. I'm going to have 10 because I've already had one. Well, that's a bad idea. Just stop with one. So it doesn't mean you're not committed if you have one bad hour or one bad day. You don't want to turn it into two bad days of non-commitment. So ask yourself questions. Did I think, feel, and act like that person? Did I take myself and set myself up with the right daily goals today? Did I commit to my daily goals? And then you course correct because we want to be flexible. The goal doesn't change. The commitment doesn't change. The plan changes. And I've said it many times here. The best daily goal you can set and commit to, there's that word again, is beating our personal best from the day before. We talk about how commitment is completely unattached to the outside circumstances. So your commitment isn't based on if this goes my way, then I'm committed. If it doesn't, then I'm not committed. Like commitment is like a hard rule. Yeah, commitment, nothing is based on the outside for me. The outside I leverage to tell me where I need to adjust, where I need to change my plan or where I need to change parts of my day. But commitment is an intrinsic motivator. The commitment is connected to what I want more than anything else and why I want it more than anything else. But here's the deal. We have to do that deep internal work. The committed people are doing that deep internal work. Like a lot of people listening to this have probably heard this story. Kobe Bryant was one of the greatest, if not greatest basketball players of all time. Why was he in the gym at 3 a.m.? He was always striving for greatness because he had a great commitment. And whatever, if you watch a, a peak performer, an elite performer, they're always looking at how they can get better. Not what's happening on the outside. The outside is uncontrollable. Where we want to focus our attention is on our efforts, on am I getting better? I'm always asking the question, where can I get better? And every elite performer is always looking on what can they get better at? All right, Araj, let's get into the action step for today. Well, the action step is make a ironclad commitment to yourself for the next 60 days, what you're going to commit to doing. And this is your commitment, but remember, connect it to a why. After you make the commitment, say, what is my why? Make the why so strong. Because remember, if the why is stronger than the why not, you'll win. If the why not is stronger, you're going to slip. So don't just make the commitment. Make a why with it and connect them together. Now, do one thing out of your comfort zone every day. That's the deal. I love it. All right, Araj, thank you so much. Thanks all of you for listening. We have enjoyed having you this week on the 7 Figure Standard Podcast. Please leave us a rating, review, and share this episode with your friends and family, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of 7 Figure Standard. We hope you found the insights and strategies helpful on your journey to success. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform to help us reach more people like you. To learn more about Arash and Mikey and how Voss Coaching Co. can help you achieve your goals and reach new levels of success, visit VossCoachingCo.com. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of 7 Figure Standard.